What do I say? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> and welcome. Wait, what do I say? Welcome to Cheap Ass Cag. Hi. What do I say? <laughs> I've completely lost it. <laughs> oh, no. It's time for some foreplay for your cheap ass. Cag foreplay starring the shipwrecks. Hi, and welcome to Cheap Ass Gamer Foreplay, episode number 57. It's November 20th, 2008. I'm your host, Mr. Shipwreck. And I'm your host, Shipwreck. <laughs> and you got it down that time, yes. Oh, I had it down several other times. But all of a sudden you went blank there on, on how we en- entered the show, the little intro there. I did. But you got it there. You nailed it. I did. I nailed it. After, after a month of being off, you got that first sentence out of the way. Well, the first sentence is the hardest. Yes. <laughs> so we are back. We are back. And we've been gone for a month. Yeah, right at a month. Which, which is uh, sad. Yeah, it's, it is very sad. Um the main reason for that was, of course, my hard drive died. Yep. And with it, it took... Everything. Yes, pretty much. Uh, Despite the fact that we own a time machine. Right. Um, so we had two weeks worth of releases written up, ready to do a show. They were gone. Gone. I had about five or six reviews of games in various forms. Yes, several entries into Gamepedia. Yes, all all gone. Um, yeah, like you said, we have a time capsule that, that backs up everything. Yes, but someone decided to turn it off about three months ago because it was slowing down the internet connection. Yes, and so uh, I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah, uh, see, I haven't really noticed any slow internet, and all you know, my stuff's backed up. You know what it is that slowed it down? What? It, it It's not the time capsule's pr- fault. It's when we moved the other 360 up to the bedroom upstairs. Yes. I used our old airport as a wireless extender. Yes, and that was. This is going to get really nerdy here, but uh, right. What else is new? Uh, and the time capsule does wireless in. Yes. Which is very fast. I think it's the fastest still. There might be something out there. Yeah, but the other, the old airport. The does other old per- airport H- does G. G. So when you make them all one network. Everything has to revert back to G. Yeah. So then when it's back up, backing up everything on G, that's when it was slowing everything down. So now we just don't have the Xbox upstairs online Upstairs yet. online. Okay. Uh, Don from work wants to buy that airport. So I'm probably going to sell him that one and then uh, get another in-router just to hook that's, into our network up there. That's, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, because there was some. There was definitely some tension in the house there for a couple of days when um, uh, we realized that the, the airport or the time capsule was had been off. And then when I went and had to argue with the people at the Apple Store over whether or not my husband never registered the computer that I bought him that I was taking in to get the hard drive replaced. And if you don't register those uh, care plans, they don't really want to help you fix them. Yeah, but we got that all taken care of, and it's all fixed. We, we got that all taken care of. It was of. a joint effort. I had to go pick it up. <laughs> I spent nine hours in Kenwood Mall. 
Yeah, yeah. Because you have to you have to make an appointment to meet with one of the oh, Apple yeah, geniuses. Oh yeah, you do. Apparently. And if you show up at, at nine o'clock when the store opens, yeah, they can't really fit you in until two thirty. Mm-hmm. And then the very nice lady, the concierge, she called herself the orange shirt. Uh huh. The orange shirt said, "Well, you have to meet. With, you have to make an appointment to meet with them." And I said. But can't I just drop it off? And she said, well, no, they have to, you know, kind of get the history and find out what's going on. And my reply was, well, I know what's going on. The hard drive's dead. Right. Because we heard it clicking. Right. And she said, well, you know, you really have to talk to them. So when I finally did get my appointment and talked to them, um, which, you know, the, the genius guy was really great. He was very patient and um, didn't seem to be too perturbed when I was about two seconds away from tears when he told me that the computer had never been registered. But anyway, he was very nice and that all he said was, so what's going on? And I said, the hard drive's dead. And he said, oh, Okay. Yeah, took it. we'll fix it. Yeah, Sweet. Yeah, So we got that all fixed, and I actually installed a larger hard drive in it because I think that was part of the problem yeah. as well because I was always running at max capacity. And you these, were always uh, having to delete old shows. Yeah, these shows are not very uh, small when you put them in a raw format before no. I encode them. No, so that was a little bit of a hiccup, and then my mom had surgery. Yes, so which also set us back. So Two well, weeks I've been not home and off work. and Yeah, and she's doing fine and everything yes. now. Oh, yes. And, uh, yeah, so people were wondering why it was taking four weeks uh, for my computer to get fixed. It wasn't just that. It was other things in our life. And plus, once you get behind on researching the games. It's really hard. It's really hard to get caught back up and push yourself to do it. So, well, and one of the things that I told um, somebody had, had sent me a PM or something about, you know, when's the show coming out and we miss you, which we appreciate all those kind, encouraging thoughts. But there was a little bit of soul searching going on in those four months. And mainly it was from me going, I don't have time to preview 20 games a week anymore. So we came to a nice um, compromise. And that is... We both picked five games that either really interested us or we knew would really interest our audience to do the full research on. And we're going to touch on all the rest of them. So you'll still get a, a good list of what's coming out. But we just can't research it, all of them. It's a little bit unrealistic, especially this time of year. When there's like, 50 games a Once week. it gets back into like spring or whatever, I, I might take up the slack a little bit more and do up to 10 of them a week. But with me actually writing reviews now... And getting the written version of these things out, it's just unrealistic to write up every game the way that we have been doing. So this week, the written up version, each of us took five games each, like you said, to write up. Yes. And then I made just like little one-liners as I was just going through. Pretty much those don't have much research behind them. It was just me pretty much general knowledge. So we're hoping our audience will be understanding, um, we're sure you will, about, you know, the change in format. Yeah, especially this week since there's 50 games coming out. Right. Right. That last week before Black Friday, they got to get those games out. Get all those games out. Yeah. No. And a lot of them we did not really need. We didn't need to put time into researching them. No. But we did have a lot of time to play games while we weren't doing the show. Oh, that was another reason. You know, I'd sit down to preview games and I'd think, hmm, should I read and write about games that I don't want to play or should I go play Fable? And most of the time, Fable 1. Yes. uh, We have both been playing a lot of Fable 2. Yeah. A lot. Um. I would say right now, out of everything I've played this year, it's the best. It's my game of the year. I mean, I, I, there's still a lot of stuff I have to play, but I, it's going to be really hard to knock this one 
off the top of the pile for you me. think it's better than fallout i haven't played that's the only thing that Maybe. i think for me might beat it and in fallout i have it but i'm only i'm You're... basically out of the castle in oblivion right so i'm out of the uh the shelter or the yeah. the vault in Fallout, right. and I'm not much past there. So I can't really comment too much on that other than I played a little bit of it at E3, and I I know the gist of it, but I think Fable is going to beat it out for me. I really like Fable. My biggest issue came when my leg animation got the glitch to where there was no leg animation and I was floating. Yeah, and there's a few really, glitches with it. It sounds like it wouldn't be that big of a deal because the game still plays and you still have animations when you're fighting and it doesn't really do anything, but it's annoying as I'll get out. It really is. It was so annoying. And I couldn't get it to go away. I couldn't get it to go away. And, I, you know, at that point I was really considering just starting over. And then randomly it reverted back to normal. Yeah, I I really haven't gotten any glitches. You've gotten a couple different glitches. Your dog got stuck halfway <laughs> in, a in a wall where you could just see the back half of him hanging out of a wall. It was like the dog's butt just glued to the wall. He was just sitting there bar- yeah, just yeah, barking. Yeah, barking. He had found a dig spot. Yeah. It had the little dig spot icon. Yeah. But uh, I haven't run into any glitches I yet. I also find in sm- the smaller the space, the more annoying the game gets. So like walking around in the houses, I'm you constantly get caught up on stuff. And I just feel like the controls aren't as precise as they could be in small spaces. Well, that and all the people that love you are, are crowding, crowding around you in those spaces. Right. And so I think you should be able to make those people not be able to follow you into houses because I'm not allowed to go into people's houses that don't want me there. So why should they be able to follow me in? Well, I guess if you weren't so nice, you could like make just gestures and get them to go away. I don't know. Whip out that... Well, you like to do the magic in the middle of town. I do like to do magic in the middle of town because B is back and it's cancel. And it's – I don't like when you locked on to talk to somebody using – what is it? The left bumper? Um, Uh, Left trigger, I think. The left trigger and then, you know, you hit Y for more info. In order to get out of that left trigger screen, you just hit left trigger again and not B. And I just really constantly want to hit B. Yeah. Well, I don't want to get too negative on it, though, because I obviously love it. No, I love it. But that's why I'm being ultra-critical, because I think this game is awesome, and those are the only things I've noticed that that have even... I have to say, I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it is, either. No, I I knew I would like it okay, but I was... I mean, this... And I prefer... This is an amazing game. It is. Well, and I prefer the the fact that the storyline is a bit more linear and it's a little bit more obvious as to what you're supposed to be doing than Oblivion. I have never once felt really overwhelmed and lost. Yeah, it does a good job and of that. I you like have that. side quests, but I'm not bored. No. And we're both you're a little bit ahead of me in that you're ready to almost end the game and I have a couple side quests to finish up before I want to end the game. Right. But uh yeah, I mean we put a lot of time into it, so. Yeah. So, we've talked a lot about what we've been playing. Um, well, let's well see. I have a lot more to, that I've been well, playing. I know. what uh, You do have a lot more. Well, you have a lot more that you've been playing, and there's a lot more that I've been watching you play. Yes. So continuing with the Down with the Ship segment, uh, Little Big Planet, we did – that finally came, and we played – I've played past the part that was in the, the beta. Right. And so I'm on to the and second world. I haven't played world. since the beta. Yeah. Um, I'm loving it so far, but – Fable just caught me up, and I did not want to play anything else until I got through Fable, really. 
even though I have been playing other things. When I sit down, I want to play Fable. Yeah, me too. But I'm I'm loving what I've seen of Big Little Big Planet. I still think it's great. I'm even behind but, on my TiVo. Right, you, you're That's behind on all deal. your shows. Yes, I know. There's a lot of uh, America's Top Next Top Model. Is that no, the just, one that's on? Just one. The premiere is tonight. Oh, okay. Or the finale or whatever. Yeah. The opposite of the premiere. The end. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. <sighs> um, Fallout 3. We just talked about that. We I'm a little bit that. into that. Alone in the Dark Inferno you got over the weekend. Yes. And. That's coming out this week for the PS3. This is the remade version where they fixed a lot of. Uh, what was. What people had complaints about with the 360 version. And they left some of it in. Some of it's inherent to the game. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, like you not being able to play it unless I'm there to tell you what you're supposed to be doing. Well, that's inherent and I'm within only kind me. Of extre- I'm only kind of uh, I, joking. <laughs> I have trouble with context clues sometimes in games. I try to make things harder than they need to be. Yeah. Um, and Alone in the Dark has kind of a wide scale of showing you exactly what you're supposed to be doing and leaving it up to you a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I would get uh, to points where I would just be trying different things and not see the obvious thing. Well, and, and to be fair, you are using the 360. Yes. I, um, I, I mentioned this briefly. Guide. I have a review that is going to be posted with the show. Okay. Uh and I mentioned this briefly in there in that I was getting stuck in some parts. There were some puzzles that were tricky, um, and I wanted to keep playing through the game without dying over and over and over again. So I looked up on Game Facts, and I was just kind of like going through the fact. Uh, and then I got to a part, and it was going through this like long, drawn-out puzzle sequence. And it was like you're jumping, and you're like flipping switches, and you're like picking up objects. And I was in the middle of a boss fight. I, there was none of this stuff. It just like went directly to a boss fight that is not, as far as I could tell, in the fact at all. Well. But I loved that boss fight. It's, it's yeah. a lot of fun. You had fun watching me die repeatedly until you told me what I was supposed to be doing. Yeah. Which boss fight was that? That's That was the one in the subway with the uh, <laughs> the, the kind of Tyrannosaurus Rex looking monster. You couldn't get past the subway car because it never dawned on you that there was a button on the wall that allowed you to go into the next subway car. It just had a little... It had a little uh, spider monster on it. I just didn't see it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, as far as whether or not the game is better than the 360 version, whether or not they've made enough improvements, I think they've made significant improvements. Um, a few of those are that you can actually control the camera in the third person now. Right. And It still spontaneously switches. Yes, which I talk about that in the, the review as well. Because that, that was making even me watching... I mean, there was there was a point, I think, when I told you, okay, I've got to go do something else because I'm getting sick. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's well, one game... thing if you're controlling. It's almost like when somebody else is driving a curvy road. If you're not expecting to move a certain way, it kind of Well, the, the, yeah, you're, you're constantly changing from third person to first person, and then all your inventory is in your, your coat jacket. So you're constantly looking. So then you're constantly... Uh, Pressing a button to switch into that mode to look down. And they fixed that, apparently, too, in the 360 version. You looked around your coat with the analog stick. Yeah. And it just didn't register right. And there was no problems with it in the PS3 version. It was with the D-pad. Um, and then to heal yourself, you go into, like, a first-person mode, too. But <laughs> the game has a lot going on. It's just 
it's not refined enough. Like it just they didn't have enough time. It seems like to even polish it enough this time. And I don't want to give away any spoilers or anything, but the ending is kind of lame. Yes, but that's not giving away any spoilers. No, no. Um, so, but read read the review if you're interested in learning more about it. You also played and beat Ninja Town. Yes, uh, Gamecock or South Peak. South Peak publishes that one. Um, and they sent it to us. They sent it to us, and I love that game. And there will be a review up shortly on that as well. But it is a uh, tower defense style game like Pixel Junk Monsters for the DS. And it's just really, like, it's got little cute ninjas. Like, there's just like normal ninjas that are in black outfits called uh, Wii Ninjas because they're tiny. Uh, and there's ninjas that are all orange. Those are the anti-ninjas because they're not very stealthy. Uh, and they're, instead of being real quick, they're, they're used brute force. Like okay. they're, they're the heavy hitters. Okay. Uh, and then you have, you are the old master ninja. So you're like floating in a balloon up top. Telling them where tell, to go. Telling or... them like you're positioning the, the ninja huts and okay. every ninja hut has, uh, two ninjas that are inside of it. Um, for the most part, some of them only have one, but it, it, that depends on what kind of ninja you're putting in there. Okay. But you have ranged ninjas and you have melee ninjas. Those are your two main categories. So it, it sounds like a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. You're, it's got a good sense of humor and it's got a good difficulty spike to it too. Where if you're familiar with Pistol Jump Monsters, I got about seventy five percent of the way through the game or so, um, getting all A's or A's or B's on my first or second try through the levels. And then once it got to about 75%, it got dif- difficult. It got more difficult. But it all seemed fair still. Good. So well, it was I'm fun. looking forward to playing it because that's what's in my DS right now. Yeah, and it, it did some stuff. Uh, it's a little bit more involved in Pixel Junk Monsters in that you can uh, kind of position your, your characters more that are inside the the huts. And you can add multiplier, like, modifier uh, buildings next to the huts to make them stronger or faster. Well, don't, you do have a review to write. To write so oh, yeah. I have it almost all, all the way written up. It's just, don't give it all the way. I won't. Okay. Review will be out there. All right. Uh, you finally finished Tornado, which was the Katamari-like uh, sweeping up the city game on the DS. Oh, I didn't finish it. Um, <laughs> it's another one that, that was sent to me I by... I you finished it. I finished enough of it that I'm going to write a review of it. Um, this one came from Ignition okay. Entertainment, and like you said, it's a Katamari style. Uh, the gameplay mechanics, just to sum it up really quickly, the gameplay mechanics are good, like moving the tornado around and picking up objects and everything. That's all great. They got ga- great game mechanics, but the time limits and the objectives are difficult. Are freakishly hard. You've had to play levels there's, over and over and There's over only again. 10 levels in this. I'm stuck on level 6, and I don't see myself being able to beat level 6. I've tried this level 20 times. There's a 5-minute limit on it. Within that 5 minutes, it's the whole United States, which scale-wise, I mean, you have no idea what that means but uh, in the sense of this game. But right. it's a pretty large area. Within this 5 minutes, what I've gathered is you have to get build your tornado all the way up to the biggest level, go over, battle uh, Big Kong, who is a large monkey okay. in New York City. Uh-huh. Uh, you have to defeat him, and then you have to p- 
pick up enough stuff to get 50% of the level picked up. And then you have to find a randomly placed little cat on the map (laughs) that could be uh, under any big building. And it is frustrating. So how far have you gotten? Have you beat Kong? Oh, yeah. No, I get through that part all the time. But picking up 50% of the items and And finding finding the cat. I've tried at least 20 times in this level. And I think that's enough to write a review of it. You have played a, a lot. Yeah. I so can't do anything Stay tuned it. for a review for Tornado. And you've also played Kirby Superstar Ultra for the DS. Yes. Uh, that's one of those games that I have a lot of fun playing with. But I can't remember hardly anything memorable. <laughs> like, it's just a... a Entertaining Entertaining little platformer. I mean, it's got... I remember the first couple of modes. It's got like six different platforming games in it. And the first couple are just kind of like throwaway little non-challenging kitty type stuff. Okay. But then like, I think it's the third one that opens up. That one is like a full-fledged Mario-style platformer. And then you have another one that's like time-based, and that one's pretty fun. Um, So it's a great game, great value. Uh, And I guess... It's good, but I can't remember well, I'm anything. I'm going to be playing that one too here yeah. shortly. As soon as I finish uh, Fable Two, so shopping. You have bought some stuff, and um, this isn't a complete list of everything I've bought in the last no, four weeks. No, but it's not. This is unfortunately more recent. I got a couple things from Guzex. You uh, did. You got a couple things from Guzex. You got Siren Blood Curse uh, from DVD.co.uk. Yes, because I was looking for a place to uh, buy Mortal Kombat, the European version. Yes. Um, which, which we'll get did. to a little bit later. Right. And I saw uh, on CAG people had posted this dvd.co.uk site because they were having a sale on certain PS3 games. And Siren never came out here on Blu-ray. It's only downloadable. And it was only $25 to get it shipped from Europe. Okay. And it's a $40 downloadable game on the PS3. So, that seems like a pretty good deal. You bought Eternal Poison. Yes, uh, the latest Atlas RPG for the PS2. I haven't had a chance to crack that one open yet. And Banjo and Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. Where is my copy of that, Amazon? Amazon is getting ridiculously slow with their shipping. Now, granted, I'm... It's six weeks before Christmas. What do you expect? Well, maybe that's it. But... (laughs) They have a warehouse here in the Cincinnati area. I think it's in northern Kentucky. Yeah. And this game, granted, I, I did use the free saver shipping. Right. Uh-huh. But before, I would get stuff in like two or three days even with that because it's so close to here. It's six weeks before Christmas. They didn't ship this out until six days after it came out. Well, they tell you. And it's Ships still not in the either. next five to ten business days. Yeah. I just, I'm a little bit disappointed that... In order to get things in a timely manner, I can't use the save room option anymore, I guess. You're disappointed that a game, first of all, how didn't you get Banjo and Banjo Kazooie at the, uh, you bought it from Amazon because it was one of those really cheap specials. Yeah, it was like $37, and it came with uh, the original Banjo on Xbox Live Arcade. So you got a deal Which we tried a little bit of that. And you got free shipping, and you're complaining about the length of time. Even though I would have no time to play this game currently. Right. I mean, seriously. Exactly. Have you been waking up in the morning going, gosh, I have nothing to do. I wish Banzo, Banjo and Kazooie were here. No, I've been waking up in the morning going, 
how am I going to have time to play all these games and write reviews exactly. and do a show? Exactly. So let's keep in perspective here. Okay, so way, way back in our last episode, we had a contest where you could win Phoenix Wright, courtesy of CAG Robbed Us. And we the contest revolved around picking a career that you thought would make a good video game. And the winner is Snot Rocket. Yes. Who said that there should be a game called The Dentist, where you point and click your way to a healthy smile, help clean up little Johnny's corn teeth, and help him score some action. You could point (laughs) and click at cavities and all the other fun things that happen when you go to the dentist. Don't forget to pre-order and get your drill stylus. Do you remember when they they used to uh, make these type of games for, like, the NES? There was, like... No. they They had, like, diabetes games... No. Where you played like a superhero with like insulin. What was that name? What was the name of that game? But they had all they had all these games that were like supposed to teach kids like good habits and everything. They were all like unlicensed stuff, kind of like the Wisdom Tree, right. Bible Adventures type stuff. Yeah, it was like, man, it was like Captain Novocaine or something. I forget, but this that just reminded me of it. Sorry, what, what were you gonna say? I have no idea. Okay, but no, I don't remember any of those games. Mm. Sorry. Okay, this week um, we are giving away a code for the God of War themed stuff for Little Big Planet, courtesy of John D one seven zero three. Yes, and another CAG uh, gave us a copy of that, so I've been running around as a little uh, Minotaur Minotaur guy when I've been playing Little Big Planet, and that was from. How do you have time to do all this? Anyway, um, <laughs> don't answer. Uh, so the contest this week is now that Little Big Planet is out. What are your thoughts? What do you think about it? Yes, that so is that's the a very easy contest. Yeah, We're a lot easing of hype. our way back into the contest. Yep, a lot of hype for the game. I'm just curious to see what everybody thinks now. So new releases, and again, for those of you who maybe just you know picked up in the middle of the show, we've kind of got a little bit of different format in that we're not going to talk in depth about all the games, but we have picked. Ten games to really focus on, and we are going to mention the rest of them. So, multi-platform, of course, Disney's Bolt. Played a little bit of that demo. Um, it's a Disney platformer. Yeah. It's not as good as, like, Kung Fu Panda type thing, but it's the same kind of, or Avatar, where you, it's the beat-em-up type of genre. Right. Okay. Uh, Karaoke Revolution presents American Idol Encore 2 Bundle. Great. Title. Surprising this wasn't one I picked. Yes, apparently. Uh, <laughs> there was a bunch of music games that came out this week, so I just went through the, the list of titles and found songs that interested me. Okay. So songs that are in this game are Hey There, Delilah, Losing My Religion, Pinball Wizard, Rocket Man, and Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. I like Rocket Man. Um, oh, and I like the rest of those songs too, but anyway, um, obviously that's a karaoke game. Mm-hmm. Based and on American Idol. I did read that any of the downloadable content that you had from the first game on the 360 will work with the second game. See, that's useful to know. Yeah. Uh, Left for Dead. This was a game that you picked out because you actually want to play it. Yes. Um, I'm sure a lot of people are playing it already now. It's the, the next Valve shooter. So the people who made Half-Life and Portal. And, and uh, it is a zombie-themed co-op game. Where you play as a group of four survivors in a zombie-infested uh, city, and you have to work together to uh, just get to safe points throughout the city and complete various objectives. 
It reminds me of um, the game with the giant teddy bear. Uh, you're thinking of Hunter the Reckoning. <laughs> yeah. This is a first-person shooter. Okay. So. First person. Yes. Uh, and we can actually play on the same console. I know that much. Uh, it's split screen for two players, and you can go online and play with two other players. I wonder if it's vertically or horizontally split screen, because that makes a difference. I'm not sure. But you remember when, when uh, we used to play Graw, and we'd play a whole bunch of people against... Uh, computer AI. Yeah. Same type of thing here. And same thing, type of thing as Terrorist Hunt and Rainbow Six, okay. except more intense because these are fast zombies. They're not like the slow shuffling kind. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of fun with the demo. I have trouble spending $60 on it simply because in there's no real single player mode. Do you like, have trouble putting it on your Christmas list? I'm going to have to see what the community is like. I don't, I'm not a big – like, I'm not going to play this game for a long time. I know that. Right. I, I really like the demo. And but I'm probably not going to play it. I'm the type of guy that churns through games pretty quickly. I'm not the type that that is still playing Halo 3 online. Right. Or even Call of Duty 4 online. Right. So I have a very short shelf life with this type of thing. Yeah, some of your games don't even make it off the shelf. Exactly. Which is why I have trouble with $60 on this. But it was a lot of fun. Um, and it did come out for the PC as well. Okay. Uh, Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. There have been commercials on TV for this with Superman. Yes, he is in the game. He is. <laughs> you you question that. Yeah, because I'm just not used to seeing the Mortal Kombat characters fighting the DC characters. I, it's a lot of fun. It looks. It, it just looked... Unnatural it, to me. It does. It I does. Yes. It just really bothered me when they showed Ryu or whoever, and then they no, no, not Ryu. <laughs> That's Street Fighter. Whatever. Sub Zero. Sub Zero Scorpion. I don't play any of these games. No, you, you know don't. That. I do not play fighting games. Never no. have. Get bored. No. Yeah. It, I'm not going to pretend that I know who any of those characters are, but I know enough to know that there has not been a game that involved Superman before. So. With with Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter, yes, right. yes, uh, yeah. I'm a huge Mortal Kombat fan, and this game plays a lot like the older Mortal Kombat's. It's not uh, like the Xbox or PS2 versions where it was really complicated and it was all about memorizing these big line combos and changing your fighting styles and pulling out weapons. Back like the N64, uh, or back, earlier, even earlier than that. Hmm. Back like the the Genesis versions and the I didn't know you when you were playing those, so no, you didn't. But uh, sorry. Yeah, it it's really got me excited. Of course, I said earlier I'm ordering the PS3 European version mm-hmm. because it is the unedited version of the game. Here in the states, they took out some of the fatalities. Like the Joker, his fatality is he pulls out a fake gun that yeah. he pulls a trigger and it has a little flag that comes out that says "bang." Yeah, and then. After that, he pulls out a real gun and then shoots the person in the face. So in the U.S. version, they like do like a little cutaway. Yeah. In the European version, they show everything. Oh. Because they went after a teen rating with the game. And the U.S. version of teen is 13, whereas the ratings board in Europe, it's 16. Okay. So... So you did order this, and it's coming. Yes, it is coming. I'm very much looking forward to it, even though I know from reviews 
It doesn't have all the unlockables that you're used to in a Mortal Kombat game. It's pretty much just bare bones fighting game. Which is what you like. So. Yeah, I like it. Well, uh, NCAA Basketball 09. That is a lot like last year's. You still slide around the court a lot. Okay. Uh, Need for Speed Undercover. Um, yeah, that's a that's a racing game. Yeah, I... Really, I... Do people get fired up about Need for Speed? Like, they sell millions. Like, these are one of the no, best-selling sure. series sure every year. I'm sure people get fired up for it, I know but nobody you don't is, get fired up yeah, for it. I think it's just... It's more of a... People know the the brand and all the really non-hardcore gamers... Like, the people who buy the Maddens every year and everything. Right. This is their racing game. Like, they yeah. know Need for Speed. So More than Forza? Uh, Wombat and I were talking about that earlier, and Forza did surprisingly well commercially. I did not realize it had sold. It's in the top five selling Xbox 360 games, I think, worldwide, which kind of surprised me. But uh, totally different kind of racing than Forza. Forza's yes. more realistic. Need for Speed's more arcade Yeah. But it's getting so-so reviews so far. Um, NPPL Championship <laughs> Paintball 2009. Is this better than 2008? Was there a 2008? I don't think there was a 2008, but oh. I, I could be wrong about that. It's a paintball game. Yes, moving on. Uh, <laughs> Raymond Raving Rabbids TV Party. So let me guess, this is a minigame compilation? Yes, but it uses the balance board. Okay, that's cool. And you control it with your butt. I really think... That our nieces might need this game. It's a lot of fun. I mean, I all of these Raving like Rabbits it. games are fun. Yeah, they are. And I like the rabbits in the cowboy hats, yeah. I have to say. Playing with the balance board, it's it's pretty enjoyable. It works pretty well. Um, yeah, it's a Raving Rabbits game. Yeah, we got 50 games this week. Yeah, we're moving, we're moving through. Um, Rock Band, Track Pack, Volume 2. Yeah, some of the download content. We have not played disc. a lot of Rock Band. Not a Rock Band 2. No, no, we played it like the first week it came out and or whatever, we're... and then we, we haven't really... Well, maybe we'll do that over Christmas a little that's, bit. That's kind of my feeling with the instrument-based games. I'm thinking maybe another year of... And then they'll fizzle out? I'm a pretty hardcore gamer, and I have not actively pursued Guitar Hero World Tour or Guitar Hero Aerosmith. And we have no desire to buy new instruments. Right. Rock Band, ACDC, I, I haven't been chasing any of this stuff down. So it makes me wonder who Are you is the only one? after – I think this well, stuff is going to fade out after hit, This is going to hit big at Christmas time. That's what these companies are hoping. Yeah. Well, that's what everybody that puts out games this week is hoping. Yeah, not all these Including Sean White, who is releasing Sean White snowboarding. Yes. Uh, and there has been a really crazy Target commercial. That's because Target has an exclusive version of the game. Yes. Where well, they have an extra as track. As mentioned in said commercial. Oh, okay. I haven't seen the commercial. Yes. But, yeah, they have, like, an extra track that has, like, a loop in it. Along the same same lines, uh, Skate It? Mm-hmm. Is this the second to Skate? It is a Wii and DS version of Skate where you can use the balance board if you want to on the Wii version. Um, and How did those controls work? I saw a lot of people trying it at E3, and it looked like they were kind of having fun, but it was just one of those things I never got back to It's one to of trying. those things could, that could go very, very badly. Well, I'm sure if if you're looking for a fun game for kids and like you want to yeah. use that balance board, like Sean White, the Wii version of that uses the balance board too. So we're seeing a lot of balance board Which is integration good. this week. So in other words... 
Wii Fit is going to be the big thing this Christmas. Oh, it already is. If you don't have you can't a... you can't find them still. Yes. Yep. Which we had an extra one, but we don't anymore. Yeah, we we uh, sold that to one of your friends. Yes. Uh, Sonic Unleashed. I previewed Sonic Unleashed, so I I personally have not wanted to play a Sonic game since the originals. You are not alone. <laughs> And I'd hate games on rails. Okay. So I even the one Sonic game that was the very first one where he was on rails that wasn't that bad. Sonic Adventure. Yes. I, I didn't get into that one. You did, but mm-hmm. I didn't because mm-hmm. I don't like games like that. You're not going to like this one then? No. Well, I might like playing it at night when it's not on rails, when <laughs> it's the werewolf oh and it's gosh. a cheesy platformer. <laughs> yes. Yes. It the- sucks. <laughs> it doesn't so suck. So let's clarify. It doesn't suck. So those are your options. You either play as Sonic during the day on rails which, in a high-speed, typical Sonic game. Which, it's a return to the good Sonic and Sonic Adventure. Yes. It's a lot of you know knowing when you need to grab the rings and not much else. There's not a lot of... Yeah, you, there's some like varying paths with, with through it throughout it, and it's a lot of just running on rails right. and then uh, getting to the end as fast as you can. Now, if you play at night... You turn into a werewolf. Yes, and it's a platformer. And you have really stretchy arms. Yes. Which doesn't look bad, but it still leaves a bad taste in my mouth because it's like, why? Just make a 2D Sonic game with shiny next-gen graphics. That's all you have to do. It's very easy. It... Yes, as soon as Wombat gets that job at Sega where he where he okays ideas. Is is he really getting No. <laughs> I wish he would. Oh. He wishes he would too. Oh. Sega makes very bad decisions. Yeah. Like Who's the, in charge? I somebody who does not get what gamers what want. they have Do in their laps. Do they have focus groups? Because seriously. I I don't Sonic. know. I don't know what There's, they're doing. I mean Sega just Sonic no. 2D. Now, I did see a lot of good stuff at the Sega booth, so I'm not saying Sega as, as a whole, but with regards handling to the Sonic their, franchise. Handling their, yes, their already established IPs, they do a horrible job at it. They do not give people what they want with it. But well, it'll probably sell millions. It will, now that we've said that. Uh, Tomb Raider Underworld. Yes. I'm going to say Tomb Raider Unleashed there. I'm not quite sure why, but... Well, that's what the Sonic was, right? Yeah, yeah. Sonic Unleashed. See, you're sc- when you scroll at the same time I'm reading it, bad things happen. Anyway. I see. Um, yeah, the next uh, Tomb Raider game by Crystal Dynamics. The last two I played and enjoyed quite a bit. And I'm planning on playing and enjoying this one quite a bit. Does she still grunt? Uh, a little bit, yeah. This is a brand new engine. So uh, it's got a little bit more flexibility to it in that it's not as rigid as the old ones. It, it feels like more like a next-gen game, even though the last ones looked amazing. Uh, this one has more options for her. Like, now she can shoot while she's climbing. Oh. And her grappling hook does... She can actually pull stuff towards her with her grappling hook. They They tried to make it more realistic in that if there's something this, that Laura Croft would actually be able to do, like pick something up, right. she can do that. Um, now, I mean, as far as realism, it's realism in Laura Croft world. So. Right. Well, 
You're going to get to the point where you're fighting demons, I'm sure, oh, yes. by the end. Uh, Ultimate Band? Another karaoke game? It is... I don't know if it's karaoke. It It is a instrument game where you just use the Wii remotes as the instruments. So your drums and your air guitar type of thing. It's mm-hmm. made by Disney. Uh, songs include Fell in Love with a Girl, Beverly Hills, Steady as She Goes, and the Circuit City theme song. What? Just what I needed by the cars. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Now that'll be in my head the rest of the show. You're welcome. So moving on to games that are coming out solely for the Wii. Uh, Agatha Christie Evil Under the Sun is a point-and-click mystery game. AMF Bowling World Lanes is a bowling game. Yes, that you can play in, judging by the cover, Brazil and the U.S., to name a couple countries. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Animal Crossing City Folk. Take it away. That was yours, right? It was. You don't look excited about it. I'm not. Not at all. Okay. Why not? It's a glorified port of the DS version where you can talk if you go online to other people. When you say it's a port of the DS version, the DS version was kind of a port of the Uh GameCube version, right? Yep. So the world itself is pretty much the same, except for those characters that used to be scheduled to come into your little town, like Red and the Fortune Teller, now live at the city center. So you can leave your town and go to the city center and go to the boutique, and you can see Red, and you can... Um, so that's where Animal Crossing Which city one was Red? Come in. He was the fox that come, came once a month and sold rare furniture. Oh, okay. There was always a password. To get in. K.K. Slider? Is he back? Um, I don't know. He's a dog that plays a guitar? I know who he is, but I don't know. Ah, sure. I'm sure. I'm they, they didn't change anything. <laughs> so, yeah, he's back. But um, you can talk to people online now if you get the We Speak. Y- you can. You can. And that's the main difference is that they've really enhanced the online experience. <laughs> I would put that in, in quotes there. It's the Nintendo enhancement of online. <laughs> I I mean it, it's it's all right to say that you're not interested in it. Just I'm not. I'm not that's interested fine. in it. Well, and here's the problem. And and I mentioned this in my preview. It's going to Animal Crossing is going to turn into the same thing that Harvest Moon has turned into in that they release the same game over and over and over until the only people that are truly interested in buying it are the people who are going to love it no matter what because they they like playing the original. But I want something different. I don't I mean it's the same fishing, it's the same catching bugs, it's the same, you know, your town may have peaches and you have to travel to another town to get apples. I mean it's the same thing only it's on the wii so it has the wii controls and they want you to play online more but we have Macs, and we can't get online with our wii because of the airport oh we we could get online with it i mean you said we couldn't well i would have to change the way our our oh, password so encryption because, is okay no you just have to the wii doesn't support W-E-P. wpa it supports wp okay. which is so, the lesser but I don't get online with the Wii, regardless. I mean, I, do I, you? I, I get online to download virtual console games occasionally and, and look at the Nintendo channel because they, they have 
some good information on the Nintendo channel, and they have DS demos and that type of stuff. I mean, I don't know. I, part of me wants to play it just because it'd be starting a new t- a new town in Animal Crossing, and it might be fun to get back into it, but I don't, not for... Tell you what, we've got Viva Pinata 2 already. You can spend your time idling away in there, I'm, I'm sure, just as well. Right. Yeah. Hmm. And at least they changed some some stuff, I guess. Oh, yeah. A little I mean, bit. Just, I don't know. It's probably about the same I thing. I don't know. It just seems like everyone who has actually played the game said the same thing. You know, you could have done some different things and made it be a really cool Animal Crossing game. And instead, you, somebody went so far as to say they phoned this one in. So. On the Wii Speak? <laughs> I don't know that they made that reference, but. <laughs> well, next up, uh. Castlevania Judgment. Yes. Oh, and the reason we're not saying any prices, pretty much, is because, yeah, that that would have taken me a long time. <laughs> we really did have a have a. That would that would have taken me a long time to, to, to grab a lot of prices here. When, to tell you the truth, uh, just look through the CAG forums, and there's plenty of uh, prices there. Well, you're gonna list prices on our. I just have the, the Amazon. Amazon I have the Amazon links. Yes, but. Uh, a little bit too time-consuming to grab prices for 50 different games. We just got to the point where it was either we had to change the amount of work we were doing or we weren't going to be able to do a show at all. Yeah. So I'll, I'll search out prices uh, once the amount of games go down a little bit. <laughs> you don't really care how much championship foosball costs. No. But um, we skip Castlevania Judgment. Well, I mentioned it. Oh, yes. Uh, that's enough about Castlevania Judgment, actually. It's a... It's a it's, a mediocre fighting game starting starring characters from Castlevania. So, if you want a fighting game, play DC. Well, but if you only have a Wii, I guess Castlevania Judgment is the If you only have a Wii, are you really looking for a fighting game? Anyway, uh, Championship Foosball. Yes. Okay. Cooking Mama World Kitchen. This one didn't make my list, and I kind of wished it had, because I really like these Cooking Mama games. I get kind of involved with the... What are they? Well, this one's not one where you run the restaurant or whatever. No, this one's um, uh, simply uh, a bunch of mini-games with Wii motion controls. Oh, see, I'm glad that I didn't. It it plays well. I played a little bit of it. Oh, I'm sure, but I don't like the It plays better than the first one, if I remember correctly, because the first one used... The infrared stuff on the Wiimote, so you had to like point it at the screen, whereas this one just uses the accelerometer type stuff, so it's just all based on movement rather than accuracy. I feel like I'm t- not talking loud enough, so I apologize if I'm not talking loud enough. I gotta get back into my podcast voice. Anyway, uh, Gallop and Ride. Uh, one of the blessings of picking the five games that we actually want to talk about is that I might be able to pare down some of these animal sims. So if you really want to pretend like you own a horse but it's on the Wii, Gallop and Ride's your game. Merv Griffin's Crosswords. This game's been out before. Has right? it? No, I don't I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, oh, no, it's it's that show on TV that you occasionally that's occasionally on at like 1030 in the morning. Okay, I've never seen this show. Do you remember the show, crossword game? But this, yes, you this have. Is, this is part of it. You've, this is what the well, is. Well, you've seen the TV show. It's where they switch out. Like, there's two people playing, and if they don't oh, know it, they, oh, the people oh, oh. behind them have switch in. I have seen this. Yes. Uh, they have a game of it now. Yeah, it, the show's, th- the TV yeah. show's not that great. I mean, yeah. it's watching people play well, the crossword. Well, there's Monkey Mischief Party Time, which is a minigame collection. 
And then Pets Crazy Monkeys with a Z? Yes. Uh, and Skate City Heroes <laughs> is the last We Only game this, this week. Um, looks to be a bit like uh, a weak Jet Set Radio type thing where it's very cartoon looking and it reminds me a lot of do you remember the PS2 game that came that we have that comes in the big cardboard box the oversized box that has a little skate assault rigs <laughs> no, that was PlayStation 1 okay that's the only big box okay. game that I have there was a game called Yanya Cabalista which was another skateboarding adventure game where you got a little uh, finger skateboard that attached to the analog you bought mugs. a finger skateboard. I think this was like a 396 mm. Circuit City clearance game at one point. But yeah, that that I'm guessing that's what Skate City Heroes is like. I don't know. How have I not found the finger skateboard in the basement? It's down there. You can go. <laughs> uh, for the DS, Animal Boxing. You get to punch animals in the face it's with a human. It's animals versus people, right? Yes, you're a human. But I mean, they're they're like... Human-shaped animals, but still. Still. Kind of weird. Okay, Candace Kane's Candy Factory. That is a puzzle game. Matching up similar colored gems. You know, I graduated with... hmm. You you graduated with Candace Kane? No, I graduated with a Candace bar. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. Yep. Hmm. She Uh, won the... The few names I remember of the people that I graduated with. Kind of hard to forget that name. It is. She was very nice. Does she, she doesn't have a puzzle game named after her, though. Not that I know of, okay. but, you know, she could. That could be the sequel. She can dream. Uh, Chrysler Classic Racing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Try saying that three times fast. Uh, you're, uh... Yeah, down to Cradle of Rome, another puzzle game for the DS. And then we have Guitar Hero on tour de- Decades. Which, uh... Now, this is to to use the little finger guitar that came yeah. for you can buy Guitar this one. Hero... On tour. On tour. Yes. Uh, you can either buy this one on its own or with the, with finger, the finger thing. And now they release the first one as a standalone game without the finger thing. So, this one, uh, some of the songs I saw on there were Buddy Holly, I Believe in a Thing Called Love, No Rain, and We Are the Champions. Well, next we have a game that would have been one of my games, but I didn't have to talk about it. Hello Kitty Big City Dreams. Um, I'm guessing it's a mini game compilation. You are correct. Got it. Uh, another game that would have been mine is Imagine Ballet Star. So this Imagine series is the one where you it's geared at young girls and a whole bunch of different uh, professions. And there's also Imagine Movie Star coming out. So Imagine that. Yeah. Okay, we have another uh, Iron Chef America, Supreme Cuisine, uh, some kind of cooking game for the DS. And then we have Luminous Arc 2. Okay, so I picked this game because it was an Atlas game, and, um, you know, they have released a lot of RPGs lately, and even though we all, we, you and I, love the Atlas games, we didn't get to play Luminous Arc 1. So it's an RPG, it's a strategy RPG, and it has... Really pretty, um, like, hand-drawn-looking graphics. The original game didn't get all that great reviews, um, and it was kind of compared to Final Fantasy Tactics Advanced, but not as good. This one... Okay, so it's it's a strategy RPG. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I said that. Okay. Um, this one hasn't really had many reviews out yet, but it's been out in Japan for a while, and it's got mediocre reviews there, and so I figure, hmm, probably gonna not, probably gonna be a decent game if you find it. Wow, cheap. this is one's expensive. Yeah. Forty bucks. Yep. It does include a bonus uh, soundtrack CD with it, but forty bucks for a DS game. I mean, it is Atlas, but the way they've been churning out these RPGs, it, buying an Atlas game now does not mean the same thing as it did no, three and... or four years ago. They're not going to be as hard to find. They are churning them out in large numbers, and they they don't automatically mean quirky, different. Well, they still mean that to a, to an extent. To, not when you're producing five, six, seven RPG games a month. Well, they just got more. They're not making all these games. I mean, it's different developers, but they're just getting more publishing rights. Yeah. And their deal where Amazon is their store now, like yeah. at their main distributor and everything, uh, you're seeing a lot of deals on Atlas Games now where you didn't in the past. Like, they just dropped a whole bunch of Atlas Games to $20 on Amazon. So um, it's interesting to know that it's out there, but... Uh, I don't think it's anything that you or I need to jump all over. Metal Slug 7. Yeah, I got this uh, in the mail yesterday from Ignition. Um, And it is a brand new Metal Slug game. Unlike all the previous Metal Slugs uh, that came out on the arcade first, this is a brand new game. Developed for the The, DS. For the DS. Uh, I think there's rumblings of an Xbox Live Arcade version at some point in the future, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm not entirely certain on that, if that's still in the works. Um, it is a excellent side-scrolling shooter. It's got all the same kind of humor. Um, it's got three different difficulties, um, beginner, medium, and hard, or whatever they call them. Um, and I think there's like uh, seven or ten levels to play through. And it also has a mode where kind of a challenge mode that has like little mini games, but it's still all based around you're a little guy with a gun shooting stuff. So I'm about halfway through the game. Um, and there's some new like slugs, which are the vehicles that you get in, in mm-hmm. middle slug. Um, and it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's, it's challenging. The graphics are nice, although they, they do look like a DS game. Like it's not the most amazing looking hand-drawn metal slug you've ever seen but it's it's very capable and are you gonna have a full review out for this there will be a full review as soon as i have played it enough because uh it's gonna take a while for me to get through the game other than on beginner right Um, and i at least want to play as far as i can through normal to get people a better idea of how how difficult it is and everything um no co-op in the game though which is a big uh I don't know, detraction for a lot of people with Metal Slug. Um, but for me, it's a DS game, and I probably wasn't going to play it co-op anyways. So it works for me. Well. No real touch screen. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that, because I don't really, I've never. You've never seen Metal Slug, right? No, no. Okay. It's, it's I'll show it to you sometime to give, give you an idea. Not your type of thing, though. No, it's not. Uh, but... This next Pet, one is. Pets, Cats, Clan. The only reason why it's my type of thing is because that little kitty on the front looks like iPod when he was a baby. Are our cats any kind of, like, clans or anything? I don't know. Do they have a... Maybe they're a clan of three. Maybe. Well, probably two because they kind of are mean to Remo. It sounds kind of scary. Cat clan? Yeah. 
It just like they could have had like a friendlier name for that. I don't know. Like a pride. Yeah, sure. Pets, cats, pride. That makes but sense. Then people wouldn't. I don't know. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. Um, but the next game, Pets Monkey's House. How does that compare to the monkey game that was mentioned earlier? Um. Yeah. I I really did not research that at all. But isn't it the same game on the list twice? No, no, no. Earlier it was Pets Crazy Monkeys. Now it's Pets so Monkeys Pets, House. Pets, P-E-T-Z, yes. is releasing two... Yes, Monkeys Games. Monkeys Games. Yes. One for the DS, one for the Wii. Okay, so... Okay. Gotta get them all. Now, see, when they start releasing, like, Pets, Monkeys, Blue and Pets, Monkeys, Red, then we've got problems. Well, they basically do that because these are all the same games for the most part, just just with different animals. Isn't that how the code works? Like, it'll just say, like, substitute dolphin for monkey. Maybe. I mean, truthfully, (laughs) I, I haven't really played one of these. Is developing those games kind of like, I don't, I mean, do you think those people get satisfaction from their job anyway um Mm. pets rescue (laughs) endangered paradise yep that one looked a lot different than the other pets games it does it looks you uh it had like little cartoon like anime looking people that were walking around an island like doing little mini games and everything so that one's a little bit different than the other ones Hmm. well that was more that you noticed about that game than i would have expected so okay here's the sleeper hit that i found on my list, um, is Robocalypse. Looks interesting. I think you would really, really like it. Um, the reason being is it's a real-time strategy, not a game that I normally would put on my list. Right. But it's it's got robots, and the robots are fighting evil robots that are trying to take over the world. And so what happens is, is you have this game board, and you put little action flags around that tell the robots what you want to do. So if you take an, a battle action flag and put it next to the opposing robot's camp, okay. you're going to have robots that attack that camp. Okay. If you have a defend action flag and you put it someplace, then your robots are going to be on defense mode in that area. So it, it sounds like a RTS that might be my speed. Yes. Yes, yeah. And it's not... It's a solid RTS game in that it does, if you're a fan of RTSs, you should like this game. But if you're somebody that's kind of a casual RTS player, you should like it as well. And it's got that tongue-in-cheek, you know, humor where the robots know they're robots and they know they're in a video game and it's comical. And the people who write for SpongeBob wrote this game. Oh. Like wrote the dialogue. That could so be good it's then. that kind of humor, which that caught my eye too, because SpongeBob's got that adult. Yeah, you know, it's, it's got, it appeals to both age groups. Yes. Yeah. So um, that's why it really caught my eye. I yeah, mean, I'll, it, I'll, I think it looks like something that maybe could go on your Christmas list, or yeah, I'll have to check that one out. So, uh, Rune Factory Two: A Fantasy Harvest Moon. Um, I had to be. I have to be honest. I didn't remember playing Rune Factory One really. Okay, I remember. I remember we have it, and you we dabbled it with it a little bit. We have it, and I played bit. it a little bit. And I don't. It's it's a Harvest Moon game, but it's Rune Factory was the first Harvest Moon where you actually had caves that you explore, and you have a sword. So there's battling. 
It, it's set, well, obviously, Fantasy Harvest Moon, it says it right is. there in the title. Yeah. So it's got, it's more traditional it's... RPG fare, like. Yeah, but it's not an RPG, I mean. No, I just mean like this setting yes. is, is more traditional RPG type yes, of setting. Yes, yes. And it, I, I think looks-wise, it resembles more of an RPG, um, like a, a Japanese RPG. Um I guess the things that are different about this game is that you play through as the main character and you meet somebody and you get married and you have a kid and then you play through the game again as the child where things are different and the game has actually progressed to the next generation. That's Which I thought, I mean, you know, there's never in my mind been an end to these Harvest Moon games and the end is really, okay, I can't stand to look at this game anymore, please give me something else to play. Whereas this one kind of gives you a goal and a reason to, you know, this is the first game where you actually had to get married to progress the storyline. Um, there's also some new touchscreen controls that are supposed to make it a lot easier to play. Um, but overall, it's what you'd expect for the sequel to okay. Game Factory. So, yeah, Those are the type of Harvest Moon games that I'll have to try out the first one because yeah. it kind of interests me. A I might bit. have to try out the first one. And then just see to get if, me in the... See if it's worth getting the second one? Well, I think it's worth it because I would like to have it, but... Yeah, you need some games on your Christmas list. Too. I don't know. I'm kind of more interested in Robocalypse. Okay. Fair enough. It, I mean, But I need to play Ninja Town before yes, I play you're Robocalypse. Yes, like, you're going to like Ninja Town a lot. See, I think you'll like Robocalypse. Sounds good. Uh, how about Smart Girls Winter Wonderland? Do you want to... Uh, what do you do? Uh... From what I gathered, you kind of learn Christmas traditions. Like it has a interactive Christmas carol in there. Yeah. An interactive nutcracker. Yeah. And you like learn like jingle bells and sing along and stuff like that. And then you just like color in like pictures of Santa Claus and stuff. So it's just like here, get you in the spirit? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, Tech Mobile kickoff. Uh, kind of a remake of the Super Tech Mobile for Super Nintendo. Um, so top-down 2D football. Okay. Uh, kind of fun. I don't know if $30 might be a little bit much for it. I didn't know there was a Tony Hawk game coming out. Neither did I. There's a problem here. <laughs> Tony Hawk like has fallen so far that they just kind of sneak Tony Hawk releases out now. It's it's kind of weird. Like I they've canceled like, they this year like to be... the big like the they didn't put a Tony Hawk game out this year cuz the last one was so-so. Was eight, right? Nine, I think. Uh, it was. Oh, I missed that one. I think it was eight. There was no, Project eight, eight, and then there was Project Proving, Eight. Proving Ground okay. was after that. Project Eight came out the same time as Skate did. Proving Ground came out the same time as Skate. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Can't keep them straight. Nobody even. That's really even sad me. because Tony Hawk's did such a good job at marketing himself and. Well, he'll be back. Creating this they're franchise. Gonna, they're going to redo the Tony Hawk franchise and put out a better product when they come out with a full-fledged sequel. So they're reinventing themselves. Yes. This one, I'm not quite sure what all is going on, but the whole motion thing is because it comes with a accelerometer that you plug into your DS. So you play it by moving your DS around and Tony Hawk responds to that. But it also has a snowboarding game in it mm-hmm. and... Kind of uh, a game that reminds me of, uh, I guess, Mercury or De Blob, where you're moving paint around and okay. coloring stuff in. Totally have nothing to do with Tony Hawk, but it's in the game. 
Okay. Well, hmm. Alone in the Dark Inferno, which you already talked a lot about. For the PlayStation 3. Right. So we will... Um, well, you'll be releasing a, pre- a review of that soon. And oh, the PlayStation tired. 2. Oh, that was oh, a good yawn God. right there. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I, it's... Oh, my goodness. There's so many games. Oh, we're almost done. We're in the, we're in the home stretch here. PlayStation 2, so. we've got Army Men, Soldiers of Fortune, which we've talked about Soldiers before. Soldiers of Wii. Misfortune. Good enough. And Burnout Anthology, which has Takedown, Dominator, and Revenge in there for 30 bucks. And you have Dynasty Warriors 6, support of the 360 and PS3 latest Dynasty Warriors game. Okay, so what's coming out for the 360? For the 360, we have The Last Remnant, the latest Square RPG. Um, it's pretty traditional turn-based stuff, except instead of just controlling individual uh, members of your squad mm-hmm. or your team, you split them up into units, and then you control those units with each turn. So you get more involved battles. There's a little bit more strategy involved. Um but it's your typical type of Square Enix RPG. Uh, I'm sure I'll mean to play it at some point. <laughs> that's about the but best I can do for it. whether or not you will, that's questionable. Yes. Uh, Lips. Yes, Microsoft's answer to SingStar. So this not is their new a good car- name. Karaoke. Sorry. Yeah, it's pretty lame. Yeah. Uh, but this is done by the same guys uh, or the same development studio that did like Elite Beat Agents. And none of them said this is not a good name? Well... I don't know. They might have, but at least there's some proven music game talent behind it. Now, if it. they would have said lips with a Z, sold. And that's probably trademarked by Ubisoft. Lips Anything with, with a Z? A, I, think, I don't think you can end a word with a Z without Ubisoft coming after you. Okay. They'll sick Tom Clancy on you. Got it. Um, <laughs> Naruto the Broken Bond. Oh, we didn't have to fight about who got the Naruto game this now, week. No, I did play some of the demo. And it is a lot like the last Naruto game where... Which we didn't play. You mean the one that I played for five minutes to get the achievements? You're thinking Avatar. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Oops. That's okay. <laughs> I'm getting all of my, you know, my fighting characters confused. Now I'm getting Naruto confused with Avatar. All your useless knowledge has disappeared in a month. It is. You've forgotten Amazing. all of these video game characters that you don't care about. <laughs> Although I was at work and we had one of our drug reps come in specifically to ask me if I had played Fable. So that was kind of fun. Yeah. Oh, did I tell you the other day when we, we had a uh, plumber come in to fix our shower head mm-hmm. and he went down in the basement to yeah. shut off the water and he came came back up and asked me if I owned a GameStop because he saw, <laughs> he saw all the games in the, in the basement. Specifically a GameStop, not just a video game store? No, specifically. Do you own a GameStop? Do you own a GameStop? And what did you say? I said, no, I just have an obnoxious amount of games. (laughs) (laughs) I told him him about CAG and everything. Oh, okay. So you you tried to make yourself seem less weird and creepy? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if there's a guy that comes by to steal all the video games, it's the the plumber. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We've got his number. Um... Back did to Naruto. He, so he didn't ask you, so do you live here alone? <laughs> that is <his> <laughs> What time do you go to work usually? <laughs> uh, no, uh, Naruto, it, you kind of wander around the town, and then once you get to things, you go to like this 2D, 2D pseudo 3D fighting. Okay. 
You're in the movie's bundle. Yes, this uses the, uh, what is that thing called? Not the PlayStation Eye, but the, what's the Microsoft camera called? The Eye toy? No, that's the PS3 one. Vision cam. Vision cam. Yes. The green screen it uses? Green well, it, it does kind of a green screen thing where it tells you to act out something. Yeah. And so you get up there and act, act it out. And then it puts you into a different situation than what you game? thought it was. Do you play it by yourself? No, it's supposed to be like a party game. Okay. I guess it could turn very sad. <laughs> okay. But uh, All right. it's the type of thing. It's kind of like a, a Mad Libs type of thing is what I, I envision in that you're like, they say like. Uh, Visual Mad Libs. Yes. That Got type it. of thing where they okay. tell you to do one thing and then all of a sudden, oh, it's this big funny movie thing. There would have you. to be a lot of alcohol involved for me to play that game. Yeah. We'll work on that. Okay. Um, on the DL. Yes, there's the next episode of Strong Bad for the Wii. Wii, putting out episodes the... faster than we are. Yeah, yeah, they are. Oh my God, they're episode four. Episode four, yeah, we missed. Are you sure? Uh, yeah, we, we missed, missed two and three. <laughs> I don't remember. Great. Uh, Target Toss Pro bags. Cornhole for the Wii. Yep, seven dollars. Target Toss Pro colon bags. Yeah, should have just called it cornhole. No, you can't. Why? Because in the South, cornhole means something very, very different. Well, I know, but that's all right. <laughs> I didn't know that. Somebody <laughs> told me that. That's, that's what makes the name but funny. calling it bags is not really any better. That is the other name for cornhole. Bags? Yes. Hmm. True enough. True, true. Uh, Forgotten Worlds? What's that? It is a side-scrolling shooter with like little hovering guys that was originally on the Genesis. Yeah. And it is available in Capcom's uh, one of the Capcom collections. Okay, Space Invaders, the original game. That's the Super Nintendo version of Space Invaders. Uh, Kingdom for Keflings. And that is the Xbox 360 game this week, developed by Ninja Bee, the people behind Outpost Koloki X and Cloning Clyde. Hmm. So quality developer there. It's the first Xbox Live Arcade game to use. The new avatars. They came out today? Yes, they came out. Sweet. Yes. Um, so, I haven't uh, even done my avatar yet. No, you have to get on that. And did Treehouse Gamer abandon us with the PC games? I think he's waiting for us to make a move. That way uh, he can we come did, back. So, well, at least he knows we weren't out releasing shows without him. Right. So, yeah, the PC games kind of skipped over this. Okay, well, week. Treehouse Gamer, we're back. Yes. And we need you. That is the games that came out this week. All of them. Yes. All 150. <laughs> or give or take a few. So. I feel a little rusty, Ooh. I'll be honest. I'm feeling a little rusty. I think you were a little rusty. I've also got a little bit of a head cold. I can tell that. Yeah. They probably can't. Maybe they can. Well, I think you coughed a little bit, so they might be able to pick that up. And, and I do think you sound a little bit stuffed up. I feel stuffed up. But it's, you know, it's wintertime here in Ohio, and that pretty much means you'll have a cold from now until February. So... Anyway, we hope that this new format has been um, pleasing, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I know it's, it's difficult. I, I don't really know if it's too much of a new format, honestly. It's just moving through, through things a little bit quicker. And well, it cuts down on the pre-work the, the, before that's the, the show works. We notice it more than I think the listeners will I end up noticing so. it. I hope so. I mean, it just... It got so overwhelming. Yeah. And, and it's, I was spending hours, hours previewing it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And people could tell we were getting a little bit burnt out. And I, hopefully this will take some of that away. And Yeah. 
revitalize us. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've really been enjoying actually playing games lately. And it's been a while since I got into a game. I mean, the last game I got into probably this heavy, like I'm into Fable 2, was Oblivion, and that's been a while. So mm-hmm. it's kind of nice. So anyway, um, as always, our show is still sponsored by GoDaddy. And I'm sure they'll be happy now that we're having a show. Uh, get $96 in free extras with your domain name from GoDaddy.com. Each domain includes free hosting with a website builder, a free blogcast, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of the CAGCast or CAG4Play, you can enter the code GAMER1, that's G-A-M-E-R-1, and get your .com domain name for just $7.49 a year. Some restrictions apply. See their site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. Check us out on uh, iTunes. Mm-hmm. Leave a Leave review. Leave reviews. Um, check out the CADcast, which now is going to be on Wednesdays. Yeah, they're back to Wednesdays, so I think we are going back to the original format where... Which was Mondays, which we like. We record on Mondays, comes out on Tuesdays. Right. So we will be coming out a day before the CADcast on a consistent basis now. You say that like you mean it. I do mean it. Okay. I think our new format, a little time to recharge everything, get back out there. That sounds we're, good. We're good. That sounds good. And I... It will be a little less dry than this week usually, too. It's just so hard to get through so many games. It is. It is. We'll go back to being exciting and fun and entertaining. Yeah, we'll see if we can get you through a show without yawning in the middle of it next time. Tough task, I know. Well, can't you just cut it out? Now that you mentioned it again, you can't just oh, cut I'm it out. Oh, I'm not cutting it out, no. But thanks a lot. <laughs> uh, email us or PM us if you have questions at shipwrecks at cheapassgamer.com or foreplay at cheapassgamer.com. We really appreciate everyone's feedback and encouragement to get back into doing the show. And uh, we hope that we still have a pretty good base of loyal listeners out there. So check us out next week. Uh, we'll, we'll earn, earn them back if we they're will. not there. We will. We'll earn you back. Yeah. But uh, and uh, thank you, Troy, for my code of the the Kratos stuff for Little Big Planet. And remember to enter that contest. Everyone else, just uh, post what your thoughts are on the game now that it's actually out. We'll see you next week. Bye. Let me go. Let me go. Let me go. Let me go.